Let's talk about an interesting intersection. Science, PTSD, and yoga. Just a heads up, this story is going to discuss sexual assault. It's not in graphic detail, but if you feel like hearing about a survivor's experiences is too upsetting for you right now, just save this story for another time. So there are lots and lots of studies about how exercise doesn't just change your muscles, it affects your brain. But recently, researchers have really started studying how yoga, in particular, can help people who are dealing with the lasting effects of trauma. Writer Mika Doyle recently participated in one of these studies. At first, she was really skeptical. Not just about using yoga to heal from post-traumatic stress disorder, but about yoga itself. So the first few times that I did yoga was actually at a gym. I did not know anything about yoga, just the stereotypes, you know, of certain types of bodies, certain types of people, and specific kinds of moves, and I just felt really sick. I would be in the middle of a yoga class and I would feel nauseated, like I was just going to throw up in the middle of class and I would feel lethargic, like all of a sudden my muscles didn't have any energy anymore and so I would just want to lie on the mat and be done and after a while in the middle of a class I just packed up my stuff and I left and I never went back. Mika was seeing a therapist who told her that a group of researchers was doing a study looking at how doing yoga would impact the lives of people who have PTSD. She decided to join the study, really just to try and help out the researchers because she cared about the science. At the time, Mika not only didn't really like yoga, but she was also not okay with the idea that she had PTSD, which was the lingering impact of being sexually assaulted over a decade ago. I didn't want to have PTSD because saying that I had PTSD meant that something had happened to me and I didn't want to look back at that part of my life and say something traumatic had happened to me. I just wanted to say, you know what, nope, my childhood was great. Nothing awful had ever happened to me. So no, there's no way, no way I have PTSD. For the study, Mika agreed to attend a yoga class with other people with PTSD once a week for eight weeks. Just getting to the class took a lot of willpower. I didn't want to be there at all. There, my emotions were just so high when I walked into that studio. I, I had my guard up to the point where I, I didn't even want to make eye contact with anyone in the studio. Um, and it wasn't just because I had had a bad experience with yoga in the past. It was going back to the, the fact that I didn't want to admit that I had PTSD. And I was walking into this room of all people who experienced a trauma and who had PTSD and were involved in a study to see how yoga was going to impact that. And so being in that room was like saying, yeah, I've got PTSD and I'm here for the same reasons as everybody else. So I actually kind of wanted to cry when I walked in there and I, I just, I found a corner and I unrolled my mat and I just put my knees up and I sat there and I just wanted it to be over. I just didn't want to be there. Yoga that's geared toward people who are trauma survivors is different than the yoga you might find in most gyms. It's not about burning calories, it's about feeling connected to your body. So if we're talking about trauma-sensitive yoga in particular, um, that's going to be a lot more of a gentle yoga. Um, it's not going to be about necessarily physical exertion. Uh, the instructors are going to do everything alongside their students. Um, the language is going to be different, so it's going to be more invitational rather than directional. 
there are very few, if any, physical assists. Um, so the instructors are very conscious of how they're interacting with the participants, both on a physical and an emotional level. We did your typical downward dog, sun salutation, warrior poses, uh, but we did them in a much uh, slower pace. And uh, the language of my instructor was so different from gym yoga, or at least the gym yoga that I had experienced. So I remember there was one class in particular uh, <laughs> in which I actually almost burst into tears because she made me feel so emotional um, because she said, we're not here to be in a place of pain. And I feel emotional just kind of thinking about that moment because I was in such a place of pain. And I think everybody in that room was in such a place of pain. And I hadn't heard anything like that in a gym yoga class. It was just, you know, try to hold it a little bit longer. You know, you should be feeling this in your quad muscles. Whereas my instructor for the study, it was just about this emotional body connection in which I had permission to feel and that changed everything. It was so different. It was wonderful. I'm so fascinated with the science of this. I did a ton of reading after um, the study concluded because I wanted to understand better what it was all about. And the basic idea is that people with PTSD, the part of their brain that handles the fight or flight response no longer reacts or functions like your average person. So it's kind of like a light switch. Um, where that fight or flight response is always on. And so what that's gonna do is it's gonna always make you feel on edge. It's um, gonna cause a lot of anxiety. It's gonna cause depression. So a lot of those uh, symptoms that you hear about with PTSD were that hyperarousal, which again is like that anxiety feeling, um, the flashbacks and things like that. Um, that all has to do with that portion of your brain that just won't shut off. So the way that yoga connects with that is that it's about reconnecting the part of your brain that connects your emotions with your physical experiences. Uh, because people with PTSD, there's like this disconnect that happens. It's almost like a wire got cut. And so you can have a, a physical experience, but you're not able to connect it with the emotion or vice versa. It's really confusing, really complicated. Um, but the idea behind trauma-sensitive yoga is that you're feeling what you're doing. Living with PTSD can be an out-of-body experience. In fact, as Mika told me, emotional times and new trauma can trigger a weird, disconnected feeling. It feels like you're floating above your body and you can see your body and you can sense that your body is there, but you can't control what's happening. And that, that has happened to me when I experienced something extremely traumatic. So the person who had assaulted me contacted me through Facebook. And so I was having a confrontation with this person through Facebook where I said, you raped me and here's why I believe that. And it was so stressful to my system that I just sort of shot out of my body. And I just remember sitting on the couch, not being connected to my body at all. And when I told my therapist about it, she said, yeah, that's really common. Like really, I just shot out of my body and this happens to people. 
With yoga, Mika found she was able to get back into her body and relax a little. One of the most important pieces of this study to Mika was some data that the researchers collected. Before the study started, the researchers did a skin conductance test. After the study, they repeated the test. It was uh, kind of high-tech and sort of sci-fi from my perspective, since I didn't really know very much about it. But she put a little clamp on my finger, kind of like when you're in the hospital and they're gauging your oxygen levels. I just want to pause here to explain the cool science going on here. So your skin is electrically active. Just think about that for a minute. Maybe you think about your skin just being there, you know, being a lumpy sack of skin. But while it might look dull to you, your skin is actually coursing with electrical currents. And those currents give clear clues about how the rest of your body is doing. Your sweat contains water and salt, which conduct electricity. So if you're even a little bit sweaty, your skin is a little bit more conductive. And when do we get sweaty? When we're emotional, afraid, stressed, angry. When a researcher hooked Mika's finger up to that machine, they were charting a line graph to see how conductive her skin was, to see how stressed out her body was, and to see if that changed over time. Even if she was really good at keeping that stress, fear, and anger under wraps, at not betraying any worry in her facial expressions, or being really good at pretending everything was fine, her skin would tell the truth. And we sat silently in a room together and I think we sat there for about eight minutes and the purpose was at some point during that eight minutes she would play a startle sound and the skin conductance would judge uh, how startled I was, what my stress level was and uh, how I reacted to that and so we did that uh, pre-yoga and post-yoga. What's what's a startle sound? What did it actually sound like? I, I imagine like an explosion? It was a, a siren like a, a police car siren. In the first test, before doing any yoga, the test results showed that Mika never relaxed during the whole eight minutes. I never reached any sort of baseline, so I was just stressed the entire time the test was taking place. And then the siren goes off and my levels shoot straight up and they don't quite go back down. They're just jagged the whole way through. Um, But when we redid it after the yoga, I was able to relax as I waited for the siren to go off. Of course, like anyone, it, my stress level shot up when the siren went off. But then it was very interesting because the lines indicated uh, it, it was kind of this smooth transition back down. So it showed that I was consciously trying to calm myself. And that was a skill that I didn't have eight weeks before, before I did the yoga. Well, that's great news for Mika. She makes clear that dealing with PTSD is really complicated. It's an ongoing practice, and it's not like eight weeks of yoga made everything better. Yoga isn't like this big cure-all for the PTSD that I've experienced. Um, I mentioned that it was my therapist who had gotten me involved in the study. I've actually um, gone to therapy for about 10 years or so, and I've seen a couple of psychiatrists, and so I am on medication as well. So I think, you know, for people who are interested in trying something like this. It's not like something that is just like an instant cure for PTSD, but it is something that's great for self-care and that can enhance um, other therapies that they might be doing. I think it just makes me, instead of just react, I recognize that I want to react or I recognize that I'm feeling something. And so I can take a moment to just take a deep breath and try to put it into perspective 
And it's also made me interested in yoga on a spiritual level. Um, so I've actually been reading up on different uh, different branches of Buddhism. Um, I'm actually half Japanese, and so my mom's side of the family is Buddhist um, with some um, Shinto sort of connections. But I never really pursued that because I've always lived in the United States. And so it has just, it's changed my life on so many different levels because not only has it helped me with stress and helped me sort of learn about myself, but it also makes me feel like I'm connecting with a whole other part of my life. Thanks so much to Mika Doyle for talking with me for that story. God, she is a great writer, so look her up, Mika Doyle. 